0: Welcome to Probing Ancient Aliens! Science and sci-fi obsessed nerds, Steve and Joey, are exploring each episode of everyone's favorite show about ancient astronaut theory, as well as the lovable quirky researchers who evangelize it. Today we're probing into Season 10, Episode 9, The Alien Wars. Whee! Daddy, please come, come
1: back, back and love me. Thank you, Daddy. Daddy. Quick, Quick uh, uh, <laughs> birthday report. My birthday was yesterday. Oh, shit. Completed the day. Totally forgot about it. As expected. <laughs> <laughs> Even though you were there. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> As expected.
2: No text or call from the old pino <laughs> Hey, he just sent you a picture of him eating some mint chip ice cream in yeah. in Germany. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Joe, remember when we used to eat this in front of the Jazzer size window? <laughs> yeah. uh, don't you mean the Jacker size window? Because you're just cranking. Yeah, uh, that's the one. The funny
1: thing was is that uh, uh, not not in a huge way. Like he never got crazy fat or anything. But like we all became emotional eaters, <laughs> and yet we were the ones going, "Oh, let's." Let's uh, fuck with these people, these idiots that are exercising yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and having a lot of fun and controlling themselves and eating ice cream in front, you know, because mm-hmm. they can't eat it because they're being healthy. Yeah. What a bunch of fucking idiots.
2: Losers. <laughs> <laughs> I can't control it. I need this. Uh, Give me
3: a
1: double-double chocolate.
3: <laughs> That's
1: a in-and-out double-double with uh, yeah, chocolate in on chocolate, top. Yeah.
2: yeah. Uh, I haven't had a double-double in a long time. Oof, they're really good. No, I know. (laughs) Oh, I remember that. No, I can't remember... Because I kind of go through phases where I kind of burn out a bit on it. Like, I've had it so much in my life that it's always good when I have it, but... There's just always a fucking line, and yep. I'm never like, yeah, I really want to wait in that line. It's like, no, yeah. I'll just go to fucking McDonald's or something else. I
1: think I found the perfect sweet spot. Steve and I were actually talking a bunch about nutrition before we started recording, but I think I found the sweet spot. Now that I'm eating healthier and trying to eat mostly just vegetables and meat for yeah. the most part, and then saving, you know, a few breads and pizzas and things during the week, but uh, my, bo- I, I know what I'm actually hungry for better. Like, it's I guess they call it intuitive eating, where you're just like, my body's craving. You know, protein right now. Okay, I'll go make a choice to have some protein or whatever. Right. Or I can't stop thinking about fucking avocados or steak or whatever. You just go and get yeah. those things. But like, when you're eating just garbage processed food all the time, you're just like, I'm just gonna. Eat. I feel like in the in the mood for this meat slop today and whatever. And like, yeah. thankfully In-N-Out. For those that don't know, In-N-Out's a a fairly local Southwest burger chain that isn't yeah. anywhere
2: past. It wins like national awards. Vegas. Yeah, so, I, mean, I mean it's relatively and people famous enough, believe me, yeah. Texans
1: out there. Oh, In and Out versus Whataburger. I'm right. like, okay, whatever. But, um, but anyway, In and Out's very good. But I think I found the sweet spot since like eating healthier this last year ish. No Swedish. Yes. Uh, <laughs> is I actually went for like 4 or 5 months without eating it too. Right. And then when I fucking had it that I mean it was like the perfect I was like I smelled it driving yeah. by I was like I'm going to have Daddy that cuz cuz also at least in and out is all fresh and fairly whole foods too. Right. Like too like they use like organic potatoes and it's just potato and real salt and like yeah. for their fr- like which is why a lot of people don't like their fries as much cuz when right. they get cold they're not that good but uh but anyway it was just like so satiating but I I think I found the sweet spot where it's like if you do, it basically the perfect sweet spots like once a month when you let yourself reset and then it be like, at least for me, that's what mm-hmm. it was. If you go more than once a month, that second time's still pretty good. You so know, yeah, if you're starving. But after that, you're like, ugh, it yeah. just we just burnt, burnt out, out pretty
2: hard at at our old, old yes. like a job a long time yeah, ago. Because we did every it every week. Friday. Yeah. But then we found that barbecue spot, and that mm. I could literally eat every Friday because yeah. that was so fucking. Well, good. and there's but variety yeah, to that too. You I know? got the same thing every time. <laughs> but yeah, the uh,
1: what was it like the three pig sandwich or
2: something? Yeah, the three little pigs. It was like <laughs> ham, bacon, and yeah. pulled pork. Right, and then order tater tots, <laughs> and the sauce was super good yeah. and tangy. Like, yeah, firing on all cylinders, yep. man.
1: And because it um, was fried and sugared with sauce. Yeah, so delicious. That's what you want? Yeah.
2: yeah, I want bacon.
1: Um, But uh, yeah, I think that's a sweet spot. Not that you have to like regiment yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Maybe I'll go tomorrow on Christmas Eve when it might be a little more dead. So you might think that. I think I I went for lunch though. I mean, if no, if traffic was as light as it was, right, right. You never know. So it's but it could be people out. Yeah, maybe we'll go together. Yeah. Um, Then I'll go off to Bottle Logic to pick up my beer. Yes.
1: Uh, Also, that was very nice. I don't know if she listens to this, but it's very nice of one of our coworkers today to. Make us a little pin of our bigger than Drop uh, drunk yeah, that logo and it. our probing and aliens yeah. logo. But
2: the probing's uh, at my desk, so I can show it to you.
1: Got it. Oh, <laughs> <and> where's <laughs> you the pin?
2: Okay, okay. <laughs> Is the pin at your desk too? Yeah. <laughs> pin Island? Yeah. Um,
1: oh, the probing? That's at Steve's desk yes. over there. <laughs> if you want your ass <laughs> rammed <laughs> out for research ring. purposes, yeah. <laughs>
2: if you'd like to be barfed on, then just stay here for just a minute. Steven, can you come over here, please? I am fetching you felching uh, me, <laughs> if you would like to
1: be barfed on, and then this proper person, whoever this is, just yeah. turns aside and just, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, gagging herself. <laughs> come on, come on, come on. <laughs> um, you've all that reminds me. So we'll talk about our Christmas plans in a second. I know everyone is just aching, busting at the zipper to hear our Christmas plans. Yeah. But you have changed your. This is relevant to the show. I like the change in your uh, Gale impression. Because mm-hmm. lately, your Gail impression has turned to she's, like, gone through the looking glass and is, like, an <laughs>
2: addict and a drunk and
0: is, yeah. like, 72 uh, okay. years old.
2: <laughs> and her neck's all back here. <laughs> Come on, Joe. Come well, on.
1: she's she's become yeah. our it's, impression of, oh, that's how you do it. Yeah, Just like the, like the like raspy. Deeper, <laughs>
2: yeah. Full-blown. Uh, AIDS. Yes. Yes. Ripped apart person. Yeah. She was body blocking me at your uh, birthday <laughs> Yeah. Uh, dinner so we were at a, a nice restaurant for Joe's dinner yeah. and uh, his wife Harris has the same similar birthday yeah, 3 days apart um so it was a dinner multiple family there's another there, clue for you people. Charlie Smith he's <laughs> like <laughs> hyper clue. trying to track down yeah. our he added me pages. as a personal friend so on he Facebook. added you and, you, and can't then find and you. then he's like
1: and then he's like oh and i knew that uh, there was a Joey on around his page too because he was in Santa Ana and then, which Steve doesn't live in Santa Ana anymore. Which it still might say that on Facebook. Right. Though, and yeah. so he's like, I was like, Steve doesn't live in Santa Ana anymore. I said, we both used to live there. I said, yeah. but my last name is not like Tazarino or something.
2: Oh, I know who he, oh, yeah, yeah. that Joe. Yeah, <laughs> It's a different Joe. And he's like. If he added him, that's yeah. actually He's really like, funny. Steven,
1: your last name? And he's like, Joey Tazerino. Yeah. And then uh, <laughs> now he's turning Jack Sparrow. <laughs> yeah. Where's the ram? Where's my Facebook friends? Uh, and so anyway but uh yeah yeah was a friend so uh and a quick side side note to that um he oh, wants yeah. to know if we would like to him to start a discord channel which i think is like it's like a it's a chat or a fucking it's like a forum it's like a reddit just for us but it's like discord's different mm-hmm. gamers used to use it for games like for cross chat when they were like playing games cross platform uh, okay. that didn't have party chat like if if like Someone was on Steam, but then someone else was on PS4 or whatever, they could use a Discord to do chat and stuff like that. But it's become its own, I think,
2: kind of a web form. And anyone in the chat, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, Sorry, I'm going to be looking at my phone for chat because the desktop is saying, God, it's doing the skipping thing. You know, guys, I'm going to pause. We're going to pause it. it. We'll be back in maybe like 10 minutes on Twitch. Okay. So I'm going to pause it on the podcast and with a snap of the fingers we are back.
1: farts always linger <laughs> yeah uh, yeah we were uh, we mentioned some of our twitch streamers right now or all well, our twitch fans on our twitchtv slash and he says looks stream. like 4k so maybe something did get upgraded even though these are 1080p but maybe they're actually 1080p instead of right. 720p low frame rate could be 4k to him yeah so <laughs> one man's 1080p is yeah. so another man's 4k <laughs> um but uh Quick mention because I always forget. I've told him I was going to mention it on the show. He doesn't care. He never asked. He's not a schnurer. But uh, Dusty Tweedhope has oh. his uh, Pacific Arc TIG welding channel on YouTube and Instagram. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's Pacific Arc and then TIG welding. Yeah, uh, TIG weld. welding is a type of welding. Yeah. And uh, he doing a you know, MIG weld. You know, TIG weld. He's he's like a posting fiend though. He's making yeah. a lot of shit. So um, Pumping that content. Out. He's got like this special. I know it's a it's a metallic effect, but he seems to be not specializing, but posting a lot of this kind of rainbow effect that happens with the, the TIG welds, which are really cool. He just did like a yeah. an Instagram 100 emoji thing mm-hmm. most recently. But yeah, on YouTube, I think it's the same name, Pacific Arc TIG welding. So. Something like that. I follow, I follow Dusty. Yeah. And your wife will get real busty when he welds on those
2: tits. And then you'll <laughs> give her the old Rusty. That's where she shits. <laughs> Uh, I like that delayed rhyme there yes, um, yeah
1: we wrapped up talking about your new and improved Gale impression uh, The technically the creator of, of the phrase that's how you do it yeah. not productions but the originator not, yeah of exactly it. she has no legal claim to this <laughs> no legal claim to this property or any production from this company you just stop repeating exactly all I said <laughs> she has no legal claim to this <laughs> classic improv so, yeah. just, uh, just repeat <laughs> repeat what I said repeat, repeat what, what I said, I said.
2: <laughs> um, but yeah So, Neil, she's coming back out here. So, yeah, so we were at the dinner. Cock blocked you, yeah. Yeah. And the table. (laughs) Exactly. I was cucked. I was trying to cuck Eric, and she cucked me. Eric, my stepmother. Sorry. Sorry. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it was a long table with two rounded ends. Yes. One on each side. Like a dog bone, like a cartoon dog bone. Which we all turned into wieners later. Yes. Um, Because there were dog bone cookies involved. Exactly. So. Gorse Jorner was there, yeah. and I was trying to sit next to him and his wife, but yes. then Gail was insistent on the seats directly next to him right. were taken, right. and then there was an empty one at the far end of the table next to that the lady with the, yeah, the Sarah's guy who's not the guy. Yeah, her yeah. aunt, and then your other sister and I was yes. like, motherfucker, am I right. going to be stuck at this dinner because yeah. she won't fucking move. And also, I was and like, t- talking to people I don't talk to. Well, cause like,
1: we, yeah, because we got pushed to the end, which it wasn't. Yeah. It was twenty. It was eighteen people, but still, yeah. it was like I was like, I don't. Yeah, you I, guys should have been in the middle. I said, I said, can we sit with? I said, I said, <laughs> I said, where's everyone sitting? Oh, there at this end, there at that end, and whatever. Like, you, you guys, guys are over there. You up. guys are over there, and I'm like, what? I'm like, okay. So I was like, it's fine. Every- Someone's not going to get talked to as much as I would want to, no matter what. So yeah. whatever. So uh, we sat up by Sarah's brother and
2: wife and his friend, who they invited, yeah. and then. Uh, but they, uh, your sister, thankfully forced scaled to say "fuck yes, you" and just yeah. everyone slide down one. She's right. like, because I
1: told you. my mom, I was like, hey, have all my friends just sit in the middle with each other, yeah, so because they all know each other, they can talk, like, right? Whatever. But then
2: it's an enjoyable dinner. There's not right. a dinner where I'm here to network and meet new exactly. people. Like, <laughs> people that can I give just you want nothing. The comfort <laughs> right. of. Talking to people I know. Mm-hmm.
1: So, um, but we got there. We got yeah, there. Yeah, uh, and, uh, yeah. And, yeah, Dork Corner's wife was – was. Uh, they don't get out much. They have three wonderful kids, um, one of which can be seen – I don't know if anyone's seen this, but one of their kids, uh, Brent, <laughs> which isn't his real name, yeah. uh, you'll know when, when you eventually watch uh, The Lord of the Star Wars Rise of Skywalker Jetta. Uh Jetta. Yes. <laughs> uh The Volkswagen production. Yes. <laughs> uh oh alright. Oh yeah, Jeddah is actually the planet where like the original Jedi Temple was in Rogue One or whatever. Um but anyway. I was actually thinking the car.
2: <laughs> yeah. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Um uh,
1: but there's a little character in there that is a droid smith. Uh oh. And he's this tiny little <laughs> Tiny little thing, and you could probably look it up by now. Because I think my sister-in-law posted, like, "Oh, it's so cute." Yeah, there's already been these articles, like, like it's like Buruk Fui or whatever his yeah, name yeah. is. Is like already won the hearts. Is like Baby Yoda has, but <laughs> he's he, no Baby Yoda. Come but he on. he's not. But it's because he's like a little weird like Hawaiian drunk man with a little mm. Brent face like he's got the yeah. big eyes and it got a talk like this so he's not speaking English but he's like he's going like like he's just like <laughs> but he has like a weird little kid kind of voice but yeah. it's not a little kid voice it's a very unique character he's 85 years and old and one of the best parts about the movie too right. so which was good overall but uh Anyway, um we talked about Gail oh yes, our Christmas plan. So what are your plans tomorrow other than maybe going in and out at lunch yeah. at
2: lunch at work cuz we yeah. have a half day tomorrow. We have yeah. to work tomorrow. So bit. I'll bail after that. Probably go to Bottle Logic to pick up my stout. So we're going to do a lunch bail, huh? Well, it's a half day. So I'm I'm treating it like our half day Friday, which yeah, yeah. means and no one's coming back from lunch. So I'm oh, just yeah, leaving exactly. at probably 11:45. And
1: last year, whatever the closest half day was to christmas i think
2: they tried to let a lot of people even earlier go yeah some something so. like so by 12 i'm gonna get the fuck out of there yeah. do that go to bottle logic get some stouts yep. then go to my mother's house yep. uh do dinner there what are you having for dinner my mom so it's not we are there well i eat the beef and pork but i'm the only one so <laughs> it's turkey dinner again <laughs>
0: That uh, sucks. My
2: mom will get actual, Ugh. really good crab meat, and make a really good crab dip, ooh, that and then good. all the normal sides, a little of like toasted breads like or crackers in there or what? Uh, yeah, crackers and mm. such. Yeah, that's always a hit. Um, you could spice that thing. You but know, they you brought those
1: little loaves of the mini sourdough loaves, and you toast mm. them in the
2: broiler. Go next level. Yes. Um, but yeah, so it's like a turkey dinner. So, then, but you said there's beef and pork, or they No, I said they beer. are not beef and pork people. Got so. It. My stepdad used to get a honey-baked ham because his work would give it to him. Got it. Um, but, yeah, like, my brother doesn't eat that. Sister's vegetarian, yeah. basically. Right. Uh, yeah, my mom doesn't eat, like, yeah. Your mom so, doesn't eat red meat either? No, not really. Oh, wow. Uh, no,
1: not really. No, no.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's really
0: good. I, right.
2: I have been lapsing
1: into Walter Jr. a lot lately oh, yeah. at yeah, home. Yeah. <laughs> you're a pussy. <laughs> it's like the only way you can do it. It's how you do it. <laughs> kind of a retarded person voice without being offensive because right. he was just a pretty strong character on Breaking Bad. Yeah. He just had palsy, like cerebral yeah, palsy, yeah. so, and it was yeah. mild, so, you know. Yeah. I'm just doing Walter Jr. I right. famously cerebral. shaved shaved my yes. beard to become Walter and Jr. and sticks. ordered the crutches. Yeah. <laughs> the sticks.
2: Yeah, given it was Dr. Sticks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now I do a pulley Jr. where he's more like fucking Italian and shit and fucking Philly. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, hey, I'm just a little Pauly. <laughs> Wait, who's little Pauly? <laughs> Is that a little palsy? Oh. <laughs> yeah, you can't fucking walk too good, but that's because I got shot. <laughs> hey, I'm cerebral poly, huh? <laughs> I play with your mind. <laughs> Yeah, kind of like the X-Men guy, but a little yeah. different. I gaslight all the women I fuck. You know, I yep. get real cerebral and yeah. fuck with their head. You know, I know where they are at old times. I
1: get <laughs> yeah, yeah I can also, you know, I put on this little hat, I can see where all the mutants are in the world and yeah, stuff. It's pretty sick. <laughs> Cerebro. <laughs> poly <laughs> <Pauly. laughs> Uh, he's the technician for Professor
2: Xavier. Yeah, he's a nice guy. Yeah. Uh, Rock Assault says Merry Xmas, dudes. Oh, Merry so we Xmas. Welcome, welcome.
1: Rock Assault keeping the Christ out of Christmas. Because <sighs> there is
2: a war on Christmas, ladies and gentlemen. There <laughs> is a war on Christmas. <laughs> <Infowars>. <laughs> 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 Richard Nixon <Yeah>. here. <laughs> uh, but I like that because it's technically a pagan holiday anyway. Yes. With the old Sandy Claus and as we've talked about, I believe, on the show. Yes. Uh, Odin is uh, yes. Santa Claus with his eight legged reindeer, exactly. which then turned into eight individuals. Yes.
1: And Santa Claus's, uh, giant spear is Gungnir, <laughs> the spear of yes. Odin as well. Exactly. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know how he ramps the bad kids in the ass and such. <laughs> Not kills them, but rams yeah. them. Well, I guess
1: that'd be Vlad the Impaler style because he was known to skewer men, oh. the bodies, through the asshole up through the face. And that's right, when he right. would
2: stick them on them. Exactly. Uh, but, uh, uh, and then, what about Christmas Day? How's that looking for you? Uh, what, what are you doing there? <laughs> uh, this segment we're going to be sponsored by Bo Bandy. Is the oh here we? What's go. your Christmas plans? Yeah, yeah. Not just a how are you doing? Yeah. Uh, well, Sir, because Bo Bandy didn't... said he wanted to sponsor this a while yeah. ago. Sir, Lee did not become a Galactic Daddy within no. the last week, so, so he, that was a, that, right. that was
1: just a little free trial for you. Yeah.
2: And you failed the test. A five dollar trial.
1: Because <laughs> <laughs> Sir uh, Dubbing'sley Bo Bandy support us on Patreon.com slash yes. probing aliens. <laughs> were for. Five dollars a month or more, you can get two exclusive episodes or more per month. One is probing deeper, where we delve deeper into knuckle deeper uh, into the world of ancient aliens or ancient astronaut theorists, and then uh, adventurous ghost or ghost adventures podcast, where we investigate every invention, every investigation of ghost adventures.
2: Yeah, not pre-recorded. <laughs> Great job, Joe. <laughs> um, but yes, so Christmas morn used to be at my mom's house, but now <laughs> so everybody's like,
1: if it doesn't say micro penis, it's yeah. not the real. <laughs> It's not a real dick. Because <laughs> that was the
2: Micro Machines guy, Yeah, Because right? <laughs> who was faking <laughs> Micro Machines back then? Hey, it's the Micro remember. Machine guys. <laughs> <laughs> Disneyland, huh? <laughs> Oh, shit. So, Woo. anyways, Joey, not getting drunk. Yeah. I'm still not drunk either. I'm just on this Kirkland water <laughs> here, man. Just pinkers. Um, so, Christmas morn will be back at my brother's house Let's so go. my nephew can open presents and then immediately enjoy them. Yes. You have a where we aren't shuffling shit back and forth. For nephew, eh? Oh, yes, 10 plus.
1: <laughs> what were we saying feels like 20 or feels like 10? I think. Yeah, what was that? We were saying, t- oh, she's
2: 20 and then feels like 10. Feels like, ooh. <laughs> Well, and then also I was saying I got in trouble because I kept referring to Yoda as uh, Baby Yoda as Sexy Yoda and people oh. didn't like that. No. Um, oh, sexy Yoda, I can't yeah. wait to see him oh on that God. Mandalorian. Mm. I mean, he's Drinking just an little... ol- older man seducing a young yeah. Mando. <laughs>
1: He's a Boydo, uh, huh? Oh, yes. I uh, you know, hope that little cup is a hot cum soup, you know.
2: Yes. Uh, Bo Bandy also says, step ups or dubbing sleep. Oh, yeah. Come on. Come <laughs> yeah, on, Yeah, it Dubs. could be a hot, hot, steaming load. Could be warm you know. breast milk in there. I thought <laughs> you
1: were going like, to could be a hot Christmas morning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, really
2: get steamy. Yeah. Uh, so we'll do that, and then I'll kind of fuck off the rest of the day and then go back to my brother's for dinner. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. What I'm are probably, you doing in that middle period? I'll probably come back here and sleep. Oh, okay. No, or do stuff. Like last year, I got a smoker, so I built that. Got this it. year. Oh, like, that's right maybe a meat grinder is that because so maybe i'll make some sausages is that
1: because uh your nephew's pretty young still so they do it pretty early in the morning
2: yeah well will i'll go over there at like seven yeah, maybe yeah. eight o'clock yeah do that until like that till like noon yeah and then just be like let them all do their thing right because i'm like there's no point in me just laying here if i like, i can either go home and actually do stuff right or if i want to rest i can just sleep in my own bed and then go exactly, back for yeah. like it's we don't want to just sit around there because does that. your sister in law do they go to her family's house at all or no? No, so that yeah, it used Christmas used to be a lot of driving where it was mm-hmm. like her family, my dad's, and then <clears> mom's, and blah blah blah, all over yeah. the place to where now a lot of that people just shotgunned out. So, like, uh, her mom will come over for a bit when I leave anyway, yeah, and then they're becoming or, the central, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. Ish.
1: uh, yeah. Because once the kids a little older, you can probably just not do the morning until 11 or 12 and then just stay there and for just dinner whenever, anyway, yeah. so. Just fucking get wasted, yes. Um, Which my brother said
2: he will have monkish for me tomorrow, because they went to Universal Studios today. Elite Torrance California Brewery Monkish, yes, one of the most coveted hazy IPAs on the market. Yes,
1: which uh, uh, I watched The Witch. app. No, uh, we Sarah and I went there. I don't know six months ago, which was the first time we'd gone there in a very long time, Mm -hmm. and the hazies. Still delicious, but still exactly the same as when we reviewed them almost two years ago. Right, or right, actually, right. yeah, two years ago, a little yeah. more than two years ago. So. so,
2: we'll have to go back. Yeah,
1: there's a uh, one of my coworkers says who lives in Torrance says that there's a lot of new breweries opening in Torrance specifically, right. let alone like the South Bay. Well, in we
2: did that tour of Torrance on beer. There, drunk that yeah. episode like four or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know, something super might have been early two up. actually. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. It was like super early. Yeah, uh, well, I think was Bottle Logic two. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, it might have been three or Not four. Not a big deal, but yeah. yeah. Not a big but, deal. But uh, <laughs> we literally parked at Smog City and then walked the entire, yeah. like, for 12 hours. Yeah, Because yeah. it was like, go to this brewery, walk to the next one, walk to yeah, the next one. Yeah, nothing was then more than, like, a mile Brazilian apart. barbecue and then walked yes. back, so. That was good, too. Yeah. Um, yeah, so already a lot there, and then we'll have to go back. Yeah, because we went to four or five different breweries. I, think I forgot day. the dudes was down there. We too. We went to
1: Smog City, the Dudes, Yorkshire at the end of the day, the Cosmic, the old, Cosmic, yeah, and Monkish. Yeah, so five. Yeah, yeah. So wow. Um, and there was like that whole crew following us around, not following because they were but doing like, their own beer tour and, exactly. and then happened to be on the same oh tour. Yeah, exactly.
2: Um, but what are you doing, Joe? What, what uh tomorrow so at the
1: at the old my family's name names house hybrid names because of yeah. the divorce um <laughs> we are we always do italian on christmas eve so that's more the big party night where like everyone comes over so sarah's that. family comes over my family's always there gail will be there yeah um yeah, but yeah. uh <laughs> no, we can all just
2: hang out it's gone and um she uh no not she uh, what was uh, the thing we came up with where she jams, like, cheese sticks down her toes? Uh, we were
1: talking about um, putting Snickers or Butterfingers Snickers between or her th- toes. Yeah. Oh, you, Butterfingers. And yeah. then you said she would walk around in her sandals, because she wouldn't eat them from her toes. She right. would walk around in her sandals for a while on a hot day yeah. and, then just, lick, and then just lick the flip-flop yeah. scrunt that had grown yeah. and melted from her toes. In between, yeah. So. Because um, then we she wouldn't have to bend over. Sizes. Yeah, yeah, she wouldn't have to bend over that much. Exactly. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's quite the yogi's skill to like lick your own the bottom of your own feet. Exactly. You know, and so. she
2: is no bear. Suck your own. T-
1: <laughs> <laughs> she yeah, has she's a, a couple backs. She's a boo boo if any. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, we have Italian night, um, big party, and then uh, so like uh, brother in law. One of my brother in law's parents come over. Sarah's parents, brother uh, and wife come over. There's like I don't know. Almost twi- it's like Thanksgiving. It's almost 20 yeah, people yeah, yeah. again. Um, but uh, yeah, we don't go boring and do the fucking second Thanksgiving. That sucks. And then.
2: Because um, uh, you get. Is this when you go to Meat. F- what? Well, not Meat Factory. Meat Palace. That's usually. Or beef Palace. La- that's only in the last couple of years. And that's usually was for um, Christmas.
1: Christmas night. night, which actually only in the last. Usually my mom would host that. Uh, and it would be like a really like a fucking like port wine, like prime rib roast or something like yeah. that. So always something beef like that. And but that was usually just us. But then she kind of got like sick of like we've had a whole long ass day because we on Christmas this year we're doing the early morning part and half of the day at my mom's house. Yeah. Second half at Sarah's parents' house. But my mom like does like a like we'll get there at like ten or nine or something because Gail gets and we'll have a whole yeah we'll have like a whole brunch thing then open presents after that because we don't have any little kids in our family right now so um, and then we're gonna go second half to Sarah's parents' house in the night and then usually. Now, Sarah's mom, the day after Christmas has always been her favorite because she stresses herself out so much decorating and doing this and all this shit that, like, the 26th was always like her day to just relax yeah. with the, the kids and do day. nothing. Yes, yeah. exactly. So, um,
2: but yeah. Um,
1: that's pretty much it. Yeah,
2: nothing crazy well, after that. If pretty you standard. want to change plans, I'm down, because Bobandi says the House of Bobandi will be hosting Christmas Eve Italian style. Oh. There's always room for more, so if you two would like to join, oh. you can stop by. That's very nice. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. We'll just take that quick six-hour that. flight. Let me book my Over red eye floor. right now. <laughs> yeah. I think it's only 6.30 p.m. Yeah, here, yeah. so I can probably get on 11. And yep. uh, flying to Orlando. Yeah, and yeah drive we'll sleep from on there. the plane. Yeah, just fucking rage Christmas Eve day tomorrow. Yeah, uh, with Bo Banny and his daughters. Exactly. And, and, uh, and that wife is. And that uh, <laughs> wife. That wife is, that, that wife is. Ke- not Kevin. What was the guy's name? Keith's sister. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> right. She can be um, A plus one. Yes. It sounds like she's plus a lot, I guess, but <laughs> Say a plus size one. <laughs> um, but uh, oh, Steve liked his own <laughs> joke.
1: Um, but yeah, nothing, nothing too crazy. It was gonna be a lot more complicated, but I won't get into that. Yeah. And thankfully, my wife is awesome, and she stood her ground with her Figured mom and uh, made the simple plan that we can all enjoy. So, um, so that's how we're doing. That's how we're doing. Um, we do have, uh, from the aforementioned Bo Bandy this week, a Reaching for the Stars. So Reaching for the Stars is a segment where we ask you, the little probers and probets out there, to give us a five-star rating on your podcast service or social media service of choice, and review us in the comments of that rating, we'll read that review on the air and give you a shout-out. So yes. Bo Bandy, um, as he does many times, well, I just got suggested a YouTube video entitled Go to Sleep Baby Yoda, so I'll save that for later. Um, but uh, oh, where is my Castbox? There it is. Nope, that's my SoundCloud. There it is. There he is. Uh, Bobandi on Castbox, which I think is our second biggest app uh, according to uh, Chartable.com. Yes. Um. Uh. In terms of how you can listen to our podcast, because it's uh, you know, Android and Apple agnostic. You can listen no matter what. So. Yeah. Um, Bobani says three days ago, circles is one of my favorite ancient aliens episodes because they break down or they, sorry, they break with tradition, <laughs> they break down and cry the whole episode yeah. and just let it all out uh, and employ some real science. I thought crop circles were always a hoax until they had the people examine the crop stocks. Now, not sure, uh, they're all a hoax. God damn them for actually changing my thinking. Well, that's my two cents. Uh, quote sponsored by Galactic Daddy Bo <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, thanks for doing the app justice. I say five stars all around. Thank you, Bob Bandy. So, Bo Bandy just sent me a personal DM on oh. Instagram, and it's <laughs> a picture of me from the Twitch. <laughs> I see you, bro. Looking good. That was about uh, twenty minutes ago. So, uh, which looks was...
1: very similar to the picture when that uh, the Russian old old person app came out. But you could also do smiles. Oh, yeah, like you'd yeah. add the smiles, and you yeah. had that. <laughs> Like weird.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> Lips protruding. Uh,
0: Looking
2: good. Yeah. Uh,
1: <laughs> I think of that my, like all the time. I have that exact picture in my head of just <laughs> that like it, like because you were already smiling with your mouth shut and then yeah. it just like made teeth. <laughs> made teeth for you. Uh, <laughs> you should smile like that all the time. Yeah. Um but yeah, if you guys uh especially on Apple Podcasts, if you guys give us uh now Bobandi. Is a true probe and soldier because oh, he's yeah. tried and tried and tried he, to he put more
2: reviews, but they keep deleting his reviews yeah. from the same user. They so. say no super fans allowed here on exactly. Apple iTunes. Uh, but Castbox will gladly welcome you. Yes. They don't have an official rating system, but right. we'll comment comment, comment yeah.
1: content is always considered a plus for really any oh, yeah. app, especially a social app yeah. of which kind of podcast network is or a podcast a uh, player is is Yeah, yeah exactly that. So um, oh, yeah, because there's that whole community section on there, too. But right. uh, anyway, um, uh, yeah, that always helps us come up better in uh, search results. And I'm assuming it helps you chart, or it's one of the things that helps you chart, yeah. um, is your rating of some kind or how many unique reviews you exactly. have, I guess. But, um, so, yeah, keep the reviews coming, and we appreciate it. And uh, tell your friends about the might and majesty of probing ancient aliens, and you're there, <laughs> drunk <laughs> that. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, we uh, shouldn't have any break in our schedule. Uh, Mondays are going to be fine to record, December 30th, whatever. Um, and uh, yeah, I think that's really all. I haven't, I haven't seen any like, alien news or anything like that, but I have um. been listening to Somewhere in the
2: Skies. With Ryan Sprague, where I would just really be happy to have this. No, he's super nice. Yeah, super nice. Called no, us. Uh, you know, it made. Yeah, called he 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 us on Twitter. Style. Yeah.
1: No, when he, uh, I I was listening to a recent episode, which was the interviewing um, the guys from that Hellier show, which you had just That's mentioned to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, which sounds really
2: interesting. I actually want to watch it. But, yeah. Uh, or maybe we'll it's do like it. It's like a YouTube. I think it's the season two is on Amazon, then to YouTube. Mm-hmm. I think season one is on. <clears throat> Just YouTube. Oh, okay. I think.
1: Um, but uh, yeah, those guys seem really interesting. But yeah, uh, Ryan Sprague mentioned that his day job is working. He lives in New York and he works in the Broadway industry. And I was like, yeah. oh, that makes sense because he has that very like Casey Kasem classic delivery mm-hmm. voice kind of thing. This so. will be great. Um, Did you
2: listen to the commercial where he talks about uh, a funny feeling? Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think uh, I'll <laughs> leave the comedy to them. Yeah,
1: to, yeah, to Betsy Sodaro and whatever yeah. her name was. Um, but uh, but he'll be a contact Betsy in the Codaro desert. Betsy Sodaro is just mm.
0: like, oh god, she's oh like and that's that who that's, that is?
2: Yeah. Oh my god, let's the, get
0: some Taco Bell, Steve. It's <laughs> like fucking.
2: Uh, <laughs> what's a uh, from Howard Stern the the Wendy? Not Wendy, <laughs> but the uh, the guy from Philly who's fucking friends with Pam Margera. Now. Oh, yeah, oh, Mark the Bagger. Mark the Bagger. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Or I was I thought you were going to say uh, the Crow Lady with the. Uh, oh, Marianne from Brooklyn. Marianne from Brooklyn. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Well, um, oh, maybe so I
2: should use that photo on my LinkedIn and put broadcaster.
1: Okay. <laughs> that was good. Yeah. <laughs> I talk about all the biggest subjects. Yeah. Whatever you want, I'll talk about. Uh, <laughs> that would be weird. A weird, like, a show that just exists with <laughs> from LinkedIn message requests. Yeah. <laughs> Um. This is the uh, I don't know. I was gonna say something about the biz, but I couldn't think of yes. anything. Riffing on the biz—that's what oh, i was yeah. trying to think.
2: Well, Manny wanted to see a year in review, but it's all by the seat of your pants. So, what's by the seat? Of my he pants? said, "I love the fact that probing ancient aliens is seat of the pants mm, production. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, would love to have a nice year in review." Yes, yes,
1: yes. Yeah, we could do that. Maybe for the Patriots as back. well. <laughs> Cut. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah. Like some sort of like if there was some amalgamator of all the paranormal and something. aliens yeah. news of the year or something. But um, that's not, that's actually a good thing to think about for the future. But
2: Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah, that Hell Year show sounds interesting. Yes. Like, um, paranormal reviewers kind of, right? Like, yeah. Not just alien stuff. But and it's like a very personal jokes. story where this guy worked oh, for – the goblins or something? Like yeah.
1: That he worked that. for um, – he, he was writing for, like, some newspaper called Weird, Weird World or something like that. And so then he got reached out by this dude that said there was uh, – Aliens, which they ended up calling goblins. Right. Um, the guy said it was E.T.s. Yeah. Um, but the guy had pictures and whatever. But then the guy disappeared, and they were like forever on the search. So they then they go to this town of Hellier, British Columbia in Canada. Yeah. Uh, to research. So it sounds a lot like a Mothman style thing, where all this town has had a lot of weird paranormal activity or yeah. something. So. Um, but yeah, uh, I think other than that, Rise of Skywalker was good, much better than. The Last Jedi. I won't go into any spoilers or anything, yeah, but yeah. Um, entertaining at worst. Um, right. Some plot holes, but still a couple surprises that were cool. And yeah, But also glad the Skywalker saga is over. So yeah. um, Done and done. Yeah. Um, uh, oh, I mean, time travel kind of thing, but uh, I am very excited for Christopher Nolan's next movie, Tenet. Oh. Um,
3: they showed a full trailer
1: of that, and it's this guy who's some sort of agent, like secret government agent, who... Proved himself to be loyal enough to go into this extra secret program, Mm. um, and uh, by like killing himself before selling out his his uh, fellow team members and stuff Mm. like that, and then it becomes a he basically is a now he like learns that time travels a thing, Mm -hmm. and that there are these agents that use time travel to stop her like basically World War Three from happening. So Okay. um, okay, okay, but there's like it's like the new the new visual thing in this movie is a lot of in the moment in the same frame, people like moving in things. reverse while yeah. he's doing something in the middle of it or something. And so, like, they're walking through this hallway where there's these bullet holes, mm-hmm. and he and he and his partner are seeing the bullet holes. Uh, I think Robert pa- or, yeah, Robert Pattinson is part of the guy from Twilight and whatever. But yeah. um, they're like, oh, what happened here? And he's like, hasn't happened yet. And the elevator, like, opens up, and the soldier's, like, rewinding out backwards and, like, getting... And then they start fighting, and then it cuts or whatever. But it yeah. um, seems very mysterious and interesting. So. Yes.
2: I mean, I always love his movies. Yes.
1: So. Yeah, he's one of those... Kinda of like John Depp used to be, mm-hmm. where it's like, Oh, if he's in the movie, I'll go see it. Exactly. Or if Christopher Dolan's directing it, I'll go yeah, see it. I'll go it, check so. it out. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um he well, says maybe he can get one of those fancy editing programs and cut some episodes for us for when we are out of town.
1: Oh. <laughs> That's very nice. Yeah. Uh it's just a bunch of somewhere in the skies clips. Yeah. And it's <laughs> together. I would and love then Ryan's Craig Souza, Yeah. And
2: somehow <laughs> gets him to say, Prolabs, yeah. Prolapse.
3: And this <laughs> would <will> be great. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, exactly. uh but he'll be at contact in the desert so oh yes i wonder right. if we should you know, introduce you know might ourselves. be able to hook up with I mean, him yeah maybe know. give him a not smooch. in a sexual way but just nope. uh well just uh, back of the neck kiss yes exactly <laughs> <laughs> just to show our appreciation exactly um which yeah. means he'll probably have a panel because he's listed as a guest oh yeah i'm sure so they're, yeah
1: he's i mean those guys if they're going to get a signing or something they got to work for it oh so. yeah uh, but yeah well I'm sure we'll especially knowing that convention now he'll probably right. have Just a mellow booth that we can go right, right up and right. you know whip it
2: out and talk to him exactly so. give him multiple Subject next, matter, not next, penises. Smooches. You know. next smooches
1: uh <laughs> yeah maybe we can do I don't know that'll be unless something Unmasking changes ourselves to a certain Yes. Yeah. <laughs> 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 we're not straight uh. no uh, unless something changes in the next 6 months before we go or 5 yeah. months I guess uh that might be yeah the first like other industry guy that we talk right. to that might not think we're just
3: crazy <laughs> <laughs>
1: or just assholes right <laughs>
3: I
2: don't know why that's so much funnier. We're yeah. <laughs> just assholes. assholes. <laughs> yeah, because it's just like, fuck, like creeps, like, yeah, look at these weirdos. But it's like, no, you got, fuck you guys. You yeah. guys just make fun <laughs> exactly. of us all the
1: time. Exactly. <laughs> uh, I guess that just, it made me, when you said assholes, it made me think of the back of your shoe, like, what are we becoming assholes this or something? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then picturing us as like with the brown Marty McFly Sr. Yeah. suit on yeah, and stuff yeah. like oh, that. Fuck yeah, fuck uh, you. Light beer, huh? <laughs> <laughs> That's like Marty fly! <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> come on, Doc. Come on, Doc. Give me that fucking yeah. Coke, Doc. <laughs> all right, all
2: right. You got that little uncle back there for me to fuck? <laughs> yeah. uh, um, oh, Bandy, Contact in the Desert, says they're running out of hotel rooms. You got a book if you're going to oh, go. Oh, yeah. I mean, you can, again, like we did last year, you can yeah. get a hotel room across the street, but across yeah.
1: the street there... Is like a half a Still mile, walk. A twenty minute, yeah,
2: venture from your from room yes. from door to door. Exactly, it's yeah. probably like twenty minutes because it's like mm-hmm. resorts, so it's yeah, a long walk to the front. Yeah, it's back a off huge the street. fucking street, and then yeah. a long walk into the convention
1: yeah. and so. a, a huge parking lot. And it's well, gonna be hot as fuck yeah, out. There.
2: And we parked and brought our own beer every day, so <laughs> yes. it was almost like going on a camping trip. Every exactly. day of like, okay, here's our supplies for the day. Right, right, right. Uh, or at least now we have those sweet, sweet rooms. Maybe we can
1: uh, finally hang out with our friend uh, Thrillium out there. Oh, now yeah. Now that he permanently relocated, well, but probably he's not. He better. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, oh, other than that. He says he's out. It's graduation. Oh. Sorry. Uh, oh, he's out for contact? Yeah. Oh, that sucks.
2: Well, graduation's on the second, contact's on the 31st and oh, the Hey, first. come on.
1: Come on, you can make yeah, it happen. It's only, and we're going to fly six hours out tonight to, yeah, to <laughs> for dinner tomorrow. You, so so. I
2: only want it <laughs> reciprocated. Uh, um, no, wait. On the second. Wait, June 2nd's a fucking Monday, or Tuesday. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you can fly about? back Monday. Come on, the bro. The fucking contacts friday through sunday yeah isn't like the 29th through it's the 29th through the 31st yeah because we won't go on the first because that's like a whole day of extra bullshit
1: but sounds like mrs bobandy's got him whipped huh
2: by the old nuts (laughs) oh yeah
1: Yeah, why don't you take your balls out of her purse there bobandy take her baby and whip you to death (laughs) i was dying because like some i think it was action boys or some podcast i was doing they're like remember like Every show from the 50s all the way through the 90s, uh, one of the running jokes was just, man, doesn't my wife suck? Doesn't having a wife suck? It doesn't spending time with your wife fucking suck. (laughs) I'm just like, because even as a kid, I was just like...
0: Well, I don't All you know. want to do
1: is get away from your. Yeah, wife. I'm like, I'm like, she seems, she seems really nice yeah. on the show. I why mean, do you hate her so Andy much? Bundy seems like someone I'd like to bang. Yeah, well, yeah, that was like the <laughs> yeah. ultimate. we just, and we think we talked about this before. I was just yeah. like, as a kid, I was like, God, she's just so hot though. Like, why yeah. would he not want to fuck her, her every night? And boobs, and she's got, she's tight always, body and, yeah, she's always yeah. touching his dick. And like, why doesn't he just yeah, go fuck yeah. her? It's his right. wife. <laughs> <laughs> why can't I do that? Um, no, ma'am.
0: <laughs> Classic.
1: Uh, I am surprised that like there hasn't been some. Article or or something dredged up about Married with Children, but I think it's because it's so not available anywhere. Mm-hmm. Like it's not on reruns very much or anything. Not anymore at least. because yeah. it's just not really a show for now and, well, <laughs>
2: yeah. anymore. Well, uh, it's definitely not going on Disney Plus because I think that was a big exactly. running thing of like, well, it's owned by Fox and <laughs> mm-hmm. Fox is owned by Disney and Disney Plus is our yes. streaming service. Yes. So now I really hope more than anything it ends up on Disney Plus. Cop Rock,
1: remember that show? It was about. <laughs> it was in the. Like it's like eighty nine or ninety one or something. and okay. It was on for one season, and it was a bunch of cops that were also in a band. And Is a lot this of like times a scripted show. It was a drama, and a lot of times their their nightlife crossed over with their cop jobs.
2: Oh, I do not remember that. But it was called Cop all. Rock. It was oh. yeah, it was terrible. Even yeah, as a kid, yeah. I was like, this sucks. Just but anyway, yeah. that
1: was a little uh, uh, deep cut reference
2: yes. for everyone. Uh, Bobaney saying, "Mrs. Bobaney can kick wholesale ass." So oh. I don't. She's like a a, a retail, person Sell, a sales there. rep yeah. or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but oh, uh, and he said, "Holy fuck, cop rock!" So he must know what you're talking. Oh about. yeah.
1: Um, but yeah, this episode, the Alien Wars, uh, ninth episode ish, whatever. We're one. We're we're, we're yeah. within one at this point. Yeah. We're at least going in the canon order. But uh, yeah, the Alien Wars is all about the um, propo- like the purported. War that might even still be going on above our heads somewhere in the skies, right? Without (laughs) without us knowing it, apparently. And so, uh, and that a lot of um, ancient alien theory is rooted in these different factions of aliens. And we've talked, it's not really surprising. Yeah. It's just more that it's focusing on, which that was the, it's all galactic daddy stuff. That was the biggest disappointing part, was like, why aren't you, you're talking about these races of aliens. Why don't you actually talk about them then? Like yeah, go yeah. full Riley Martin and talk or or David Lieberhart and talk about what people report these common races, these commonly experienced races, of which there's like because right. the, you know, Paul Paul Hellier, speaking of Hellier, yeah. uh formerly of the Canadian Ministry of Defense, he's the guy in two thousand five that like blew his whole fucking history with <laughs> his whole squad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> blew his Line whole them up, boys. Um but uh, and they use maple syrup for lube up there, exactly. But of course, uh, hundred percent certified and uh,
2: moose skin condoms. Exactly,
1: yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, moose uh, antler condoms. Oh yeah, um, that's a rough stuff. Butt plugs. Uh, but yeah, he he blew the whole thing open, like his history of like interfacing with the United States government's Ministry of Defense and and basically saying that yes, there is a huge government cover up. UFOs do exist and that are extraterrestrial. And there are at least two to twelve races that are being officially interacted with on at a high government level. Yes. So, so there's a full cover-up, and he says um, that it's all true. There's documentation for it, and he had to hide it his entire history, his entire career
2: in the Ministry of Defense. Yeah. A degenerate chimp said Beaver Tail condoms actually be better, mm. which we all know that. That's if you're yeah. living a that giving. fancy life. Yeah. Moosekins, you know, run-of-the-mill yeah. everyday people. Uh, beaver tails for those extra special occasions.
1: Yeah, as a as a beaver lale, beaver tail related <laughs> fact, as a you know, as a fat kid, when I would see beavers in cartoons mm-hmm. and I'd see their tail, I would always make me want a hamburger patty oh, okay. because they always looked like had they had grill the marks. Cris- on I was them. just gonna say the crisscrossing <laughs> the criss-cross <thing. laughs> was always very weird exactly, in yeah. that
2: depiction of a beaver because that's not really how the tails look no, i'm in assuming real life. it's supposed to be hair but it's like a way of depicting or, or like
1: the leathery pattern on the skin yeah, or something i don't
2: slappy know Slappy but... paddle. <clears throat> i've been such a bad little beaver she's
1: a pedophile clan slappy paddle. yeah <laughs> <laughs> um but uh yeah we start this episode off with uh, a man named gary mckinnon who i forgot about i remember the story kind of but he yeah. had been actively hacking into the Pentagon's and NASA's computers for like over a year. Yeah. And they finally caught him and he was arrested. So he was, he was searching specifically for alien covers up uh, ups (laughs) and proof of alternate energy sources that are being withheld by the government to like promote the oil industry and stuff. Right. right. Um, But instead he found apparently proof of a conspiracy. uh, Sorry. uh, Found a conspiracy to also cover up a secret space program. With literally, because he found like documents where there were official officer lists mm-hmm. in of ships of what are it called the USS, which would be a United States spaceship. Right. Um, and so the, the, the fact that there were officers and a history of officers assigned to these ships the triple S. is pretty crazy, right? Yeah. So, because it's like if it was a theoretical plan, like the Space Force, right? Trump Space Force. Um,
2: would there, there be actual there multiple? Be,
1: there wouldn't be histories of record right. of their years in those positions yeah managing ships that don't exist exactly so this is where paul hellyer comes in and uh you know he i I mean i i he's one of those guys that does not seem like he's lying now his opinions later on i don't really agree with him we'll get to why but uh but his facts that he shares i'm like good for this fucking guy for being kind of again like a lou elizondo type or whatever Mm -hmm. and having the bravery to like step forward and do that yeah um I don't know. I don't actually know what happened to him since, but this episode was shot in 2015, so right. I'm assuming he's still alive or whatever. Doing but, yeah. but um, yeah, this is where he says there were uh, two to twelve species that he that he estimated, uh, and then he he met with some guy later on that was uh, in the Air Force or something that also had access to the shit, and that mm-hmm. they went out to dinner, and that guy agreed on that like exact same range of about two to twelve. Um, right, and uh, we get our first Wilcock. Kind of a big jump,
2: two to twelve.
1: Yes, exactly. <laughs> That's like the like. the Seinfeld joke where uh someone asked Jerry, "He's like, how often you clip your nails?" And he's like, eh. Every two to eight weeks, because <laughs> right, it's like exactly. always different. Every yeah, yeah, yeah. sometimes your nails grow fast or slow, nice. but um, we get our first Wilcock trip here from Five Heads at Freddy's himself, David Wilcock. Of which, if you subscribe to our Patreon, our newest episode that I just posted today for December 2019 is uh, our review discussion of David Wilcock's newest film, with very much with his, his writing partner. Yeah, because we know his real partner is Elizabeth Wilcock, but exactly. his writing and and just weirdness partner Corey Good, who is supposedly the most inside insider that's ever existed ever right the most uh, curly of haired man yes go to the to the website www.www.www.com no. Dot, uh, uh, sphere like a circular three-dimension circle uh sphere being like as if you were a circle and a human Yeah. Uh, alliance.com and that's his website that promotes all his shit tells you all about him but he's david wilcox kind of source of insider information which makes is gonna connect to what i'm about to do in the Wilcock trip here but um uh, since seeing that now this is all making more sense and mm-hmm. now just makes me trust wilcock even less than i already right, did right. so uh but yeah our first Wilcock trip says i have had insiders tell me this to my face you, Fuck you have the most beautiful forehead i've ever seen don't let anyone call it a five no yeah. uh, i could lick all the crevices there and get <laughs> it so smooth <laughs> I would be a satisfied man for the rest of my life. No, he says... <laughs> oh,
2: sorry, Boban yeah. he said, oh, Wilcock again, just give us
1: white noise. Right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I
1: have had insiders tell me this to my face, that we already have diplomatic relations with multiple extraterrestrial species and cultures. So he's just confirming what Robert Clotware, the narrator, says. And apparently these are, according to Hellyer, the mantises, like the praying mantis race, the reptilian race and at least two species of greys. So there's apparently multiple types of gray aliens, which could also mean there's multiple Android models made by aliens. If, if the greys are not in fact true living organisms that evolved. Right. Um, and he says, he says, these are the easiest ones to get our minds around, which I'm like, is he saying that's what they named them as the closest analog or is that like, are there other aliens that we can't even perceive because they're made of like light or something like that? I don't know, but uh, so they ask, are all these races working together in some sort of federation? Are they all connected? Yeah. Are they all on the same page? And here's really the crux of the episode, because ancient astronaut theorists say no. Otherwise. So this is where the uh, they claim that there's competing agendas, competing teams, basically, that are... This is a very narcissistic Galactic Daddy episode, because it's all about, we are some perfect prize that all of our daddies up there want for some fucking reason. It's like... Right. Why do they care
2: so much about us? us and Earth. And, right. And that's how it always is. And even in the Wilcock movie, mm-hmm. it's what it all just kind the of revolves, cosmic, revolves around. The
1: cosmic secret.
2: Yeah. What everything's going and how we will be ascended.
1: Yes. Um, and how he's very special, yeah, too. Exactly. But, uh, yeah, Paul Hellier understandably, is worried that there are some that are malevolent and they're just interested in their own interest, Right. right. So that's kind of what we'll get into later. But I'm always of the mind of, like... That could totally be, but I feel like if there were – there was a truly malevolent, powerful force, and again, this is the reason this whole episode is being discussed. Yeah. If there were truly malevolent, powerful alien force that could, again, get here from another star in less than a lifetime and probably instantaneously or very short, they have the power to probably destroy our entire planet, either Death Star style or turn off all our electronics at once or whatever. I don't think they would have to wait to do that right because but then this whole episode is basically saying don't worry there's a lot of weird defenses likely put in place by the thousands of year ago alien war where there was some winner some big winner has been protecting us ever since the the fucking anunnaki were fighting each other or whatever and ever since then any new malevolent forces were protected from by the fucking the cauldrons out in russia that are like these automated thousands year old anti-aircraft bomb missile yeah. things um, or the the van allen belt was created by them to protect us from all radiation even though that radiation has been coming in since the world was created and but yeah. when life had already evolved and would have also been killed by the same radiation so yeah. that's a really dumb point but um anyway uh they the ancient national theorists say proof that a conflict of some kind with the alien gods existed for thousands of years. And there's not a lot of new stuff in this episode. Um, There's one point that was actually kind of interesting, but I'll remember when we get to it. But other than that, it was kind of like a rehash episode. So they go through the Mahabharata again. So the Hindu, one of the the major Hindu religious texts, Uh, they're talking about how at the 102nd Indian science conference uh, in India, they talk about, Again, in a science conference, because as they say a little bit later, they see these Hindu texts in India for a real, for an actual Hindu, they see them as history. Like there's a word for it that really means history, not myth or legend. Right. And so this is what they think actually happened, which, I mean, you can argue any followers of any religion think it actually happened. So, um, but uh, they're they're talking about um, how their religious texts at a science conference could be evidence that there was nuclear power back then or nuclear weapons or all that stuff because they were basically studying the evidence that to be to their credit the ancient astronaut theorists had been studying for a very long time all the way back to von daniken's book so um, this is one of those rare times where science said maybe there's something here let's look at the the geological history of our country and the chemical history of our country and all that stuff so um this is the this is the rehash of uh, Krishna and you know shooting his bow and arrow that's like a nuke and fighting in right. the Vimanas, which are the airships. A lot of rehash stuff
2: here. Exactly. And
1: yeah. so um, Medallion Man, William Henry, is uh, describing wow. the war, <laughs> and he's all stoked out. He's oh, like, yeah. He's like, <laughs> I- he's like, you've got flying vehicles, you've got weapons that are voice-activated, and you have destructions of civilizations by what seem like nuclear detonation. So a lot of the nuclear stuff... There's a lot of facts against that, and it's pretty easy to find those things if you want to look them up. Yeah, um, because they talk about other than like the the nuclear glass thing, which is like only created by a meteor or a nuke, and so why is it there? Um, a lot of these ancient nuclear evidence things, where there's radiation and some, it's like, yeah, it's like at the, it's in the bottom of a big crater where a meteor hit, which causes the same kind of explosion, right? Right. right. It impacts so hard. That there's nuclear fission, right? That happens like yeah, an explosion, fusion, yeah. Um, or, or at the very least, it's the same level of heat and yeah. impact that causes yeah. the
2: rocks to vitrify into this glass. Yeah. or Yeah, and you know, girls don't want dick pics; they want come, come explosion, explosion videos. Exactly. Yep.
1: So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, come explosion videos. Specifically. Exactly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, the CG in this episode is weird. It looks a lot like, like a, like launch game era. PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360 game cutscenes, mm-hmm. it's like a weird, like very low polygon count, so everything's kind of boxy and shitty, but then like the lighting and shadowing effects are starting to get more advanced. So it's right, like right, this right. weird, it's almost like they're putting a shitty light onto or a nicer light onto shitty design underlying right, it or right. whatever. But enhancing like 4King something that's crap. Exactly. Yeah. And so, yeah, and they're and it's constantly showing. They got a lot of fucking footage. I guess to their credit, that Prometheus Entertainment, the producers of the show, Keep making new footage of the fucking fights in the Mahabharata. Like they keep making yeah. new footage of gold bell shaped vimanas flying around, mm-hmm. and and then it and then it constantly kind of like in the Cosmic Secret you made the point yeah on our Patreon episode that like <laughs> the whole episode is like oh here's a an old picture but it's actually this and they'll superimpose yeah. whatever because
2: just twirling and going into new shit
1: because constantly you'll get. mythological fantastical battle and then it cuts and or fades to a very star wars Battlestar galactica style thing up in the space to constantly be showing you look this was actually a space battle not in the blue sky but up above the atmosphere in space and like whatever so what what about space (laughs) (laughs) um so now they're going backwards in time for mythological proof of an alien war so 1983 a a Middle Eastern guy, I can't remember his name, it wasn't actually that important, <laughs> he starts off uh, an, a marine archaeology expedition that lasts for about, set for about 10 years. Mm-hmm. And they've talked about this before on the, on the show, where they f- they find potentially the ancient religious city of Dwarka. So there's a current city of Dwarka, but off the coast of Dwarka... Only about 20 feet down, they start finding the remains of like these 50 foot high walls and yeah. a very complicated looking modern ish city.
2: It was little worms that had like arms and they were smoking as well mm-hmm. and legs. And they would say, Dwarka, Canada, Marka. Yeah, exactly. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking men in black. Uh-huh. Always the Same shit. Yep. Uh,
1: I thought you were starting off going to do an earthworm gym thing. I think oh, so no. the Dwarka were in that.
2: <clears throat> but um, we
1: get the big return of. Geology Jesus, Robert Shock here. And he doesn't say anything interesting, but he's only here once. So I wanted to write down or to say what he said. But he's like, Yeah, these huge 50-foot walls suggest that this was a sophisticated living area. And so they just go on and on about, which is cool. Again, this is a really cool find. What pissed me off is that they just go away from this example almost immediately. As right. quickly as they, they t- start talking about it, it's over. And I'm like, why don't you talk about what ha- I mean." this expedition's over, right? right? It started in 1983 and it went for 10 years at least. And if it continued, great. Yeah. Can you talk about more of the findings of this? Like, did they, did they create a, an artist representation of what it might've looked like before it was crumbled? Did they, did they detect any, uh, or test any ener- energy signatures down there? Like yeah. it's, it's this whole city got fucking destroyed in the war of Krishna or, or he died. So it sank basically because his power was keeping it afloat right. or whatever. um, But they just totally go away from it. I'm like, you have a whole expedition that probably has multiple official reports on it that are probably studied in colleges at this point. Why don't you fucking talk about it more? Why don't you go talk to him? (laughs) (laughs) But a lot of times when that happens, you get into other things that start proving that maybe it's not magical or alien-based or whatever. So I don't know if that's the case here, but um, it's, it's it's just a missed opportunity to talk about literally a static piece of evidence that... Everyone has done all the fucking work for right. already completely. So. Yeah. Oh, sad Matt is in the house. <laughs> Eating all them Cheetos. Um, but, uh, yeah, this is roughly dated from 500-ish, no Swedish, uh, BC. And again, that's the only factor we get. So, uh, blah, that I talk about, it. I'm pissed, they don't it. The other example in India is the missing six temples, the pagodas of... Param, Right. So there's supposed to be seven in the religious text, but nobody's ever found the other six that are missing. Mm -hmm. And in 2004, though, right off the coast in front of the um, temple complex, I guess, uh, there was a big tsunami. It pulled the water levels really low, and they found a bunch of man-made structures with all these carvings of animals and shit like that and walls and everything. Um, Now, what they don't go into, again, at all in this example is was there evidence that these were pagodas? Were there six of these structures? Is there any other evidence that you saw them when, again, very cool, like marine yeah. archaeology that you didn't have to end up actually diving down for. Yeah. But what were the facts that came out of this finding? Like, it's yeah. so fucking, like,
2: elevator pitch level, where the whole point of the yeah, show is to level. dive deep yeah, into yeah, yeah, yeah. it. Yeah, So. And Bobani asks, actually, I guess in the new episodes of Ancient Aliens, I they know. say, we yeah. are not alone. We were never alone. Right. And he's like, who the fuck approved that? Yeah, exactly. But how do you know? Um,
1: Childish chime in here, our first one. He says, uh, uh, archaeologists went diving in this area and basically found a sunken city. And uh, this would indicate that the uh, legends are really correct about this place, that it was destroyed in some kind of flood, and just as the legends say. Um, so he says legends twice. Yeah. Um, bu- 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 oh, yeah. So then I'm asking here, like, can we prove that these were destroyed by some sort of skybound missiles, which the mm-hmm. religious texts say that it is? Are there impact craters or explosion uh, videos, videos of yeah. <laughs> of uh, these Krishna missiles or his enemies, whatever his enemy was called, that he had to shoot down with the bow and arrow nuke? So again, very high level. Take the opportunity to when you present evidence to actually go into it because so much of the rest of the episode is is just filler where we're just like, you had you had your chance here. To make a point, you know, but I think that I think this is where the show gets arrogant Um because since seeing Sukalos at contact where he's like, yeah, we got the skeptics off the show. It's just like, but no, that that it puts the impetus on you people yeah. <laughs> to prove your point over and over again, because if you're confident that it's just true. Yeah, you should have no problem with a skeptic or two coming on the show or even not even skeptics, just. Other archaeologists, right? Which, right. to be fair, I bet a lot of them won't even go on the show because they think it's a bunch of hooey. But yeah. uh, which is bad on them. But I don't know. It's just kind of a. It's like it's like David Wilcox getting at this point, like, oh yeah, these are all the these are all the facts. It's like, well, no, that's what Corey Good says that he experienced while he was in a in a a, a child abduction military program where he did his twenty and back, where he time traveled for twenty, or, you know, did his did his job for twenty years, then was put right back to his original child self or whatever the fuck happened. And it's like, so you can't base your entire foundation of your entire mission to evolve the world's spirituality and consciousness. And here's your proof, because this one guy says, you know, there's no images, no no explosion vids. There's no documents. It's just him saying that shit. So um, it's very weak, to say the least. So, oh, Matt's on the run again.
2: Are you going running, Matt?
1: Oh Matt's go. gonna go run to the border, yeah.
2: but probably not Taco Bell
1: <laughs> <laughs> And then you run to the toilet. yes. Um yeah, sooks is on here to say that these uh, the temples, like the pagodas in this um, uh, temple complex are are actually referred to as like sky ships. and mm-hmm. then they have they have this weird dude who is a UC Berkeley like religious studies professor and he has like he's like a chunky dude with like little round glasses and like a big, like a thin but big handlebar mustache, right? Um, and he's like, he's like, yes. They, they even made a point to always put wheels at the base of these structures, so that you know that it was a vehicle of some kind and not right. just a static temple or whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, and well, that's fine, but I'm also like, are you sure that it wasn't just symbolic? That these are places, not that these are the actual vehicles. And Sook's actually answers that kind of. He goes, yeah. he says. Uh, these were the vimanas of the gods. The stone structures are replicas of the machines that our ancestors witnessed. Yeah. Um, so they're saying they're replicas, but the guy, the the religious study guy goes, he's like all stoked out. He's like, he's like, there's even these little uh, horseshoe shaped windows, and the little faces of the gods are peeking out of there, you know. Yeah. And so, I, I guess like, mm. but again, you would think that if I know you can't go rip up a fucking religious site all the time, but right. you would think that if the ones that already were ripped up. If there was a real spot, that was a real sacred place where aliens came down in ships, again, why don't you study the ground, study the geology, study the, the explosion vids. If there yeah. was debris, like how's the debris patterns going on and stuff, they're just not doing any fucking work for this right, stuff. Right, right, Even though all the work's been done for them already. So yeah. um, we go back to 70, 1766, and a white guy, uh, an astronomer named Johann Titius, that's a nice Ooh. name, um, but uh, very flat. Ironically, yeah, uh, didn't have a big chest. Couldn't uh, really hang on chest the, day at the, the gyms. Lungs. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, but he claimed that there was a uniform distribution of our planet's orbits in our solar system, except for the one giant gap between mm-hmm. Mars and Jupiter. Yeah, because instead of of a planet there, there is a our asteroid belt. So the the torrid meteor stream or whatever. Right. Right. So now this is one of those points. Just to start off. Like there's to me, it's not like an outside, uh, not outside. It not it's not like a weird fringe science thing to think that all those asteroids could have been a fucking planet that blew up or right, something. Right, like right, that's right. totally acceptable because if it blew up in a certain way, I'm sure that it, they would have stayed in the same orbit they
2: were already yeah. in. And, and even around Saturn, they're like that's basically a moon that blew exactly. up and yeah. Now those rocks are just spinning around, you know, in orbit. Yeah, just so.
1: perfect streams of dust. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. But uh, but then they immediately, the only expert they go to to talk about this is dead, and he's Zachariah Sitchin, so mm-hmm. and, and they call him, they literally just this time just call him Ancient Astronaut Theorist Zachariah Sitchin, instead right. of author and translator. So right. at least they're being honest this Daddy time. Daddy, who
2: we'd love to fuck because yeah. he came up with it all.
1: Um, he was the one that first proposed, of course, that this planet was destroyed during an Adunaki war. so right. um, And Medallion Man William Henry explains Zachariah's points. He goes, the Sumerian myths claim that this planet was destroyed due to a phenomenal battle. The gods fought amongst themselves across the cosmos, one planet fighting another planet, and one planet was completely destroyed. As a result of that, they destroyed their own homeworld. And I'm like, what? Like, I didn't really follow right, his right. throughline here and had to reestablish their civilization on a new planet, which was the moon or Earth. They, they don't even show Earth. They show, like, the moon and then yeah. Earth or something. But um, then they very quickly cut to uh, 2015, where the famous the now famous uh, series, which is a moon, uh, C-E-R-E-S, uh, and the kind of those, like, they look like ice caps or something, like the reflections of, like, really bright white lights coming from there. Yeah. And most people think that this was um, just, again, a water, you know, reflecting off of water, which would still be cool because it's like, oh, these aren't really on the poles of the planet it's like mm-hmm. right in the center of the planet or somewhere off to the side so that's not where a pole should be yeah um so there wouldn't be an explanation for the ice unless there was just it could support liquid water or something or yep. whatever or ice water Yeah. Yep, yep. um but uh anyway but then they got more high-res pictures and since then i didn't check up on this actually but since then i think they're still baffled because i think i just saw an i fucking love science thing like six or seven months ago saying mm-hmm. like it's still, like, I think, or they confirm that it is ice now or something like right, that. But right. they're showing these high-res images, which are cool. It looks like um, two big kind of splotches. It looks like a come oh, explosion. There you go. Uh, two big splotches and then a bunch of little, like, circular dots kind of off to the side, down mm-hmm. to the right of it or something. Um, but, again, they don't go any more into, into it than that. They say that there's some pyramids built there with those high-res images. They just look like mountaintops. They don't really look like pyramids. I yeah. don't know. I'm not sure – it's weird because we've been to, like, so many panels now where the ancient astronaut theorists are claiming things are pyramids on other planets, but so many – only a couple actually look like structures. The other ones, I'm like, what is your requirements – for why this is a pyramid and not just a mountain. A building. Yeah. Right? Yeah, 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 like, yeah. not just a hill and a or natural mountain structure, or something. Yeah.
2: Right? So. Well, the lines don't line up. Come on, man. I see condos. I see fucking factories. I see fucking. I see condos. I see France. I see women's underpants. Exactly. I see TJ Maxx. I'm a Maxinista. Come <laughs> on, guys. I, I've, I, you know, I've dabbled. I've had clearance there. No, I've been to the clearance <laughs> section there. <laughs> oh, I bought clearance. Yeah.
1: <laughs> no, what most people don't understand. Is that there is over 500 million
2: pyramids on this planet? <laughs> <laughs> I've <laughs> uh, seen them
1: all. That was from the Cosmic Seeker, right? Yeah, they had Osmona get on there because he goes
2: over the smooth ones versus claims there is the stepped ones. He's it's
1: either half a million or half a billion pyramids on I this planet know. alone. Either yeah. way, both of those numbers are way Insane.
2: too much. But yeah. um, Bob just says the there may be some truth. I saw a reverse simulation where an asteroid belt and they reversed it and it turned into a planet over right. a few billion years. Yeah, like I'm so. I'm tot- like to me, well that would be fucking rad if we could prove
1: right. that was a planet because then it's like, "Oh, what the fuck happened to this?" or whatever. What are the properties yeah. of this planet? Um is there fucking microbial was there rec- microbial life? Was there real life like whatever happened to it? Um, cuz it would make a lot of sense. But at the same time, I I was also thinking it would probably take about 5 minutes to look up a bunch of other solar systems that we've kind of charted mm-hmm. and see how, quote-unquote, evenly distributed theirs are. Yeah. It makes sense if they would, but I would also be like, space is fucking weird. Yeah. And, you know, there's fucking planets with two moons tidally locked and, like, all this weird right, shit. Right, right, So, or or more
2: ovular uh, orbit patterns and shit like right. that. So, you know, women have three periods a month there because of the, you know, tidal change in exactly. the moon. So you blow each one up, you're going to be good to go. You're going to be a lot more happy, my <laughs> friends. Uh, a lot less of this,
1: huh? Nah, I'm making nah, my talking nah. mouth exactly. uh, with my hand movement. Um, but uh, <laughs> God, having a wife. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. I can't even joke <laughs> yeah, about I that can't. with my wife. But
2: um, uh, Planet lunch. Nibiru is what exactly. the uh, Z-
1: Sitchin calls this thing. Misa
2: um, feeling good.
1: <laughs> yes. Uh, we get a rare mal- Martell moment here with uh, the slick back kid, Jason Martell. And surprisingly, not a racist statement or even a, a, a suggestively racist <laughs> yeah. statement. Uh, he says, so instead of looking at the Sumer myths as mythology, maybe we should be looking at this as scientific data that's worth revisiting. So this is where, we talked about this, I think on The Cosmic Secret that we just recorded yeah. the other day, but about like the nature of how people, all the subtle and not so subtle things people do when they're lying. Um, Jason Martel does a terrible job of Seeming like he believes what he's saying, it yeah. all seems so rehearsed. Like Sukalos, he's fuck, he's passionate, he's emo- Like I believe he believes what he's saying. Yeah, yeah. Martel does a terrible job. A handful of others do a terrible fucking job. Like Corey Good himself, uh, Wilcox man, he like fucking just sounds like and looks like he's just about to chuckle after almost everything he says. Right. Um, because he's just like, oh god, I'm making I, well, who knows about so much money, but. I'm assuming if he's living that Wilcock life, then and he's hanging out with Stephen Tyler. I'm assuming right, Corey's right. getting in on some of those and big lips And he's Mister
2: Sir Austin Powers, exactly.
1: Yeah, Wilcock dressed up as uh, Sir Austin Powers um, for some ho- like not Halloween party, a costume party a couple of weeks <laughs> ago. You can look on his Twitter. Yeah. And but he didn't wear the, the glasses. Jacket. Yeah. No, he w- he wore only the jacket and the ruffled shirt and pants. Right. He didn't wear any of the head stuff, so he didn't wear a brown wig. Yeah, He didn't dye his hair brown. He didn't wear the glasses. He didn't put in fake gross teeth or anything. Yeah. He just looked like him with a fucking... Which and ju- was it
2: actually a, a ho- uh, like a costume party, or was he just joking because he just nobody else. like an asshole? Nobody, yeah, maybe you're right. like Because nobody else looked
1: like that. I mean, of the four other people in the two pictures yeah. he posted, none of, nobody else was in a costume. Yeah, so. so
2: maybe he was just like, I'm dressing like this, but it happens to look like Austin right. Powers, so I'll make a goof on myself. And he did a classic old guy joke. He's like, oh, right. for
1: all you youngins out there, yeah. I'm dressed as, yeah, baby, yeah, Austin yeah. Powers. <laughs> One of the greatest movies of all time. Yeah. Um, but Wilcock drips immediately after Jason Martell, because they pull out of the same hole. And uh, he says, all over the world, we are seeing evidence of the ancient wars that took place. And he mentions, like, you know, ancient Greece, ancient whatever, uh, Mesoamerica. And consistently, what we are seeing is is some sort of battle for control over the Earth. And I'm like, of course, because these were Earthlings writing these stories, experiencing these things. So, of course, if someone's, if some fucking fox is coming around the chicken coop all the time, you're going to go, oh, that fox is interested in my chickens. Oh, yes. you know. So uh, it's a confirmation bias, which is almost everything that we do in our life be- is like some form of confirmation bias. It's how you test anything out. Right. So, uh, and we get immediately a children's chime in after that. He goes, it would seem that the gods are all warring with themselves over us. It just yeah. makes me so happy. Little old me. <laughs> mm. <laughs> oh, gee, shucks, I'm flattered, guys. <laughs> um, hey, how's it going?
3: <laughs> shucks here.
2: I thought I that mean, was, I was like a sexy alien know. daddy yeah. or something. Yeah. <laughs> hey, how's it going? Maybe <laughs> you would <laughs> like to have an ice cream sandwich. Uh,
1: support night beacons and follow night beacons. Oh, it's still there. I forgot we haven't yeah, taken it's, it down. Yeah, still part <laughs> if of. If you need to light your way while you're scubaing away, exactly. Uh, Wilcock also mentions that um, also mentions they we are the descendants of the winners here, um, and the losers are still trying to break through somehow and get back at them or whatever, or that the winners. In now the thousands of years since they've won us, mm-hmm. they are now attracting new opponents who yeah. want what want they want to buy for us as well. Right.
2: Bobanee well, believes if you put Corey Good side by side with Lamar from Revenge of the Nerds, you have the same person. <laughs> Which, That's a pretty L- good point, Lamar yeah. Luttrell. Because
1: we did well, we did talk about his Jerry Curl style hair, um, but he. he but Cor- the flat top. But Corey Good is has a little more, like I said on the episode, like the the '80s movie mafia thug, like the like right. the just the crony. Um, that's like standing guard in front of the club and goes, oh, geez, boss, sorry, and then yeah. like you know misses out and has to like chase after him or whatever. But uh, like I mentioned on the episode, I have no clue who will do your hair like that in the world. Right? How you came upon that haircut and what kind of product you use to make your hair yeah. look so wet and curly and wavy and and but none of those all at the same
2: time. I think you answered your question. With the question that you asked, mm-hmm. to come—that's who came. Ah, with it. there we go. Exactly. That's <laughs> how you get that lovely <laughs> glossy
1: curl every yeah. time. I mean, we do always describe loads as greasy, so exactly. There's a reason for that, um, and surprisingly sticky when it dries. Yeah. So um, now, a nice tack to it. Yes. St- speaking of uh, sticky construction, I think that you might be able to create an F-14 fighter jet. Glued together with only dried semen, I would bet. Yes, this. I think the new Top Gun Maverick movie explores that too. Yeah, um, it's all just, about come explosion
2: vids. Well, and how he's they
1: produce. yeah. Well, and he's really into just the old school construction with bolts and you know washers and things like yeah. that, and you know you know riveted steel, and you know this new, this whole new sustainability craze um, is just coming into that whole industry, the military industrial complex. But even they have to get sustainable, and. The military realized it's a pretty good premise. Actually, the military realized that guys are jerking off constantly. There is semen being wasted constantly, yeah. and it all takes
2: place in the Navy. So yes, it, the names work. The so semen, in
1: in the yeah. world of in the world of uh, Top Gun Maverick, everyone is is incentivized to you know deliver their semen
2: deposits yeah.
1: uh, because you get a tax write off for them. So. Yeah,
2: and the videos they watch are incestivized. Yes, so uh, it's a lot of like uh, yeah. you know. Brother, sisters, yeah, step yeah. relations kind exactly. of things happening for them to produce such a hearty load. Right, right. Yeah.
1: Um, <laughs> but uh, an F-14, somewhere in the Middle East, uh, tracks is tracking this luminous object that was sighted over a nuclear plant, nuclear power plant. Yeah. Um, and as they were tracking it, again, there's no video of this, there's no pictures. And I'm like, is there no record of this really? Like, I don't know. But I guess I'm just getting spoiled by all the to the Stars Academy shit and all this footage we're seeing in the last couple years but um, they try to track it down with their radar and lock on and shoot it down or whatever they can't. It fucks their radar up um, and apparently the the luminous object uh, turned off all of the nuclear power on this mm-hmm. uh, at this plant. Yeah, And then the bald Brit Nick Redfern returns and he talks about how there's been a bunch of these stories where uh, a UFO has remotely turned off nuclear devices. Right, so, right. Uh, And he says, uh, what's particularly fascinating and also intriguing and disturbing is why the UFO took an interest in an atomic plant in the first place. And then so then they list all this shit off. Um, and uh, Nick Pope's on here a little bit to mention a couple other things too. Yeah, I'm going and, to get
2: laid tonight.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um Oh, I'm just waiting for that Renaissance Mm. Hotel. Mm.
2: (laughs) Never had such a sexy experience in my life. Exactly. They've got that nice pool that walks in like a beach, so I don't have to swim too much, and my nuts can just get wet, and I don't have to get my whole hairy body all sorts of moist. He now coming from a guy who has
1: has won a lot of biggest balls contests or longest balls. Well, (laughs) is there a difference? Hmm? Um, The eggs are pretty big too in the basket, but. Humble brag, huh? Yeah, (sighs) wouldn't really call it a gift. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But uh, not Joe's, I imagine (laughs) Nick Pope has just like just the scraggliest, longest locker room balls ever, right? Because he's just so skin and Mr. Burns, like crevasses (laughs) in my (laughs) sack. (laughs) Um, it's a nightmare. Yeah, Uh, but um, lots of mangled fro hair. Yeah, the bald Brit uh, comes back on, and he goes. Now, this is highly disturbing because if one day UFOs become hostile, our entire nuclear stockpile becomes inoperable. Right. And so that is a good point, right? Like if, if, if aliens do coming whatever. down and saying yeah. – but this, this goes back to my point, which is like if they wanted to fucking kill us all, they would have done it already. Right. Like the, to me, the proof that we are not already dead yet and there's been aliens coming here for a very long time. Been. Yeah. And we're not dead yet. Any of these fuckers, again, could just like shut off our entire planet instantly and bring us to our knees. So right. I, I think that at worst, they're. I'm, I'm not a fan of the Stephen Hawking fucking. They're going to kill us if they do right. eat us and take our resources. Yeah. I'm like, again, they can probably make their own fucking resources. Like the whole point why do about. They need fresh
2: meat. Right. Yeah.
1: Why are they all these fucking. Yeah. Can, like weird cannibalistic carnivores th- or, right. you know, right. uh, whatever. But like the. The point that where we talked about Why don't creatures you just from eat the d- our
2: cattle. Why do you need to eat us? Right.
1: Creatures from the deep. Uh there was those, you know, the the fucking uh not is it the Zuni tribe? No, the Zuni's the Mesoamericans. The the Dogon people in Africa who came into contact with these merman style aliens who apparently needed to jump right out of the ship into our ocean because right, they were right. drying up and they're I'm like exactly. these fuckers traveled a trillion fucking miles. You're telling me they didn't have enough and water to survive on. Yeah. With ice crystals in the fucking in all of space that you can just pull fuck you know, again, all these fuckers probably have like recombinators and all this shit like yeah, Star Trek just style. Draft
2: off a fucking asteroid and pick up all the ice. Exactly.
1: They've got fucking drones out there like we already start having yeah. or start are starting to have drilling out on asteroids and getting resources and all these metals and shit like that. It's like, come on, guys. There's it's just so obsessive where it's it's all God damn it, you little shit. Get out of here. Come on, cat. Go. Um, I just bit my fucking hand. Um, uh, The fuck was I saying?
2: Fuck! Goddamn
1: Recombinators. Oh, resources. Um, It all reeks of our own kind of nuclear nightmare fear, because it's really just going... Because it is scary to think about, wow, a few nations in the world have shit that can destroy the entire planet with the push of a button. Right. That's a very scary thought. And so... She's like Scary Spy. She's on yes. OnlyFans now. A very scary thought. Oh, right. <laughs> um, but uh, Eddie Murphy doesn't know. <laughs> <laughs> He'll never find out. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's it's there's all reeks of... Now, I'm not saying that UFOs have not gone around and been able to turn off these nukes, because that's totally acceptable, I guess, saying, yeah. hey, we're flexing a little bit or just showing you we can do this, right? Right. right. Um, and also maybe the message of, hey, maybe don't sit on these nukes all the time or whatever. Yeah. But a lot of this episode... It's, and the Paul Heller guy, the point I don't agree with him with is how he thinks the aliens are very um, concerned with us as a mm-hmm. threat. And I'm like, I don't think they see us as a fucking threat at all. Because, right. again, their technology outclasses us to such a degree they could just literally do the fucking, again, escape from L.A. style thing with an, an EM, uh, EMP. EMP. Yeah. Turn off all the electronics. We have to start over again and whatever. So yeah. um, I don't I don't know why he's so scared. If there is an alien war, I guess that yeah, everything's being kept at bay. But I just don't think with especially in the past year or two, finding out that there are tens of thousands of exoplanets um just in our little corner of the galaxy, <laughs> let alone you know, in like right. less than a hundredth of a percent of the galaxy, there's like there's tens of thousands of exoplanets that could support Earth-like life. I don't think that they're that fucking desperate. Because if they can right. get here, they can get to any of those other places. And hey, if they've been around, if they've been highly advanced for 70,000 a million years longer than us they're probably all over the place anyway and we're not that special like they're just studying new life and whatever right so um yeah Redfern waxes on about how uh uh if the aliens like us and want us to not kill ourselves or if they're just worried we'll become a threat or whatever I kind of think it is the former right like maybe they're just saying uh maybe we'll." I mean that's where I believe more the galactic daddy side of things maybe they're just trying to say hey we're around and don't want you to fucking blow yourself up or something. But at the same time, like nuclear bombs are different, but nuclear energy is a very clean energy. And the only real risk is the plant blowing up and melting down.
2: The exposure of the waste materials. Exactly. Right.
1: So, um, but anyway, so, uh, Oh, this is where I make the points I just made. We get to the Libyan desert glass. Um, this is what the, uh, terrorists in the beginning, back in the future, were trying to steal and build the bomb with. Yeah. Um, but, uh, this is the nuclear glass that can only be created from either a nuclear weapon explosion or a meteor strike of some size. Yeah, yeah. And so, uh, but there's no signs of an impact crater. So they're saying this must have been a nuke. But I'm like, you make other points about nuclear weapon strikes that there's an energy signature or there's a bunch of evidence that says. Yeah. Um, and then I can't remember the name of that fucking city where they think all the people are like died in a nuclear oh, right, explosion right. you know 5,000 years but ago the kind of thing kind of like no, yes like exactly I can't, yeah. yeah I just can't remember the fucking name anyway but um, it's already been disproven but uh, so that is kind of a mystery but at the same time the radiation should be leaving something there and also doesn't a nuclear bomb leave an impact crater if it hits the
2: ground Like I should, but yeah, I mean, I don't know how deep it goes, much more shallow. So maybe it was filled in or something, but you know, they just care about looks and you know, not really feelings, emotions, or you know, context, right? right. (laughs)
1: Um, but Medallion Man says that it's similar to uh, Trinitite, which is the kind of similar, well, according to him, a similar kind of. Blast glass mm-hmm. that um, it's like when you come on an iPad, exactly. It's blast glass action, <laughs> uh, similar to the the trinitite was created during the nuclear test in the '40s. So we right. have proof of. But then I'm like, okay, <laughs> isn't a nuclear blast a nuclear blast? Why isn't it exactly the same? As it, mm. it's it's all sand. Is sand different? Is there different stuff in certain sands? Well, there's
2: there's hydrogen bombs, nuclear bomb, and then there's different levels, right. and then asteroids are their own thing. So, but we've tested maybe. both. So we should be able to see the kind of sand,
1: yeah. <laughs> sand rocks that come from both. So yeah, I don't know. Well, <laughs> um, I come from both. Even, but uh, to be fair, even Michael Denon, you know, the um, the physicist at UCI, can't even figure it out. He's yeah. like, we don't really know where it comes. You know, who right, must right. have made this or right. whatever. Um, and then um, they talk about uh, an ancient Egyptian example of a potential nuke, which is the god Horus was taking uh, revenge on the guys that chopped up Osiris into all of his many pieces and he flew apparently on a
2: flying Horus disc. Fails. Oh, there we go. And Bobbaney says Merry Christmas, he's got to go. Oh, he's Merry putting Christmas, the price though. back in Christmas. There
1: we go. Um, he's not selling out yeah. to the libtards out there. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. but yeah, Horus flies up in a uh, winged disc and chases down Osiris's enemy and unleashes a weapon that causes them to go blind and die. <laughs> and yes. I'm like And I'm like, okay, well, that could be like a flash bomb or anything, really, but uh, they don't really talk about any more details that it had to be a nuclear weapon, so I don't know. But right. uh, again, lots of examples, but no no extra details in them to back them up. Yeah. Uh, they then talk about uh, this whole next thing. It's about the Van Allen belt. So basically, they're saying it's like the a Van force... Halen. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. The hot for teacher um, uh, ring is my favorite,
2: but um, I've got it bad. I've got it bad. Well, I'm hot for that teacher. <laughs> uh,
1: they're saying it's basically like a force field around the Earth. So 2012. Cape Canaveral launches two new probes uh, that are launched around the Earth to study the Van Allen radiation belt because I guess we never really done it before. They knew it was yeah. there, but had never studied the actual like shape and energy signatures and all that fun stuff. And these belts, though, are shielding us from radiation. So all yeah. this shit's coming uh, to all the planets in our solar system from the sun and wherever on a constant basis, and it's just constantly curving things off of us like a shield. So yeah. you've probably seen images where it looks like a big energy donut where the earth is the donut hole in the yeah, center exactly yeah, um, uh
2: apophysis dow asks kay. when are we going to get a shirtless episode for all of us <laughs> that want to see a good galactic dad bod now uh, twitch does not allow nipples on male exactly. or females we'd have to we do ta- paste these tape our, nape. <laughs> yeah, tape I our napes say, <laughs> uh, do electric black tape over yes. our nipples or maybe make a brower out of that or something or maybe we can
1: order some pasties from that wife of yours. Yeah, <laughs> you <laughs> uh, know, that Crick's Sook, Yeah, Sue's wife Crick's had those uh, UFO tractor pasties. beam pasties yes. on her tits. So, so. Uh, with the yeah. the fluorescent yellow netting shirt exactly. <laughs> on top of it. So so maybe um, someday we can do that.
2: But we will yeah. take that as a compliment, right? Apostrophus DW. I've got the and this is more by accident. The mic here is perfectly blocking Hulk oh. Hogan's nipples <laughs> behind. Me, so. like, this is more my accent.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's why I won't. My do. maples are covered. Uh, Medallion Man comes on for some reason uh, to explain these. He says uh, one of the things that's so shocking about it is that it's changing and mutating over time, as if it's intelligently directed. I'm like, or it's a kind of a naturally occurring organic magnetic radiation fucking thing, yeah, you know? Yeah. So, and they also don't ever show. This is the, again, if that's the case, you're saying that because it's been studied and tracked. So show a couple fucking pictures on the screen of like, oh, show a couple fucking <laughs> <laughs> with pictures on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get those cum explosion bits Can't out or else the girls won't it. like me. Mm. Um, but uh, no, show a couple just quick images on the screen since 2012 when it's been tracked heavily with probes specifically designed to measure it. Yeah, Show some evidence of what you're fucking saying. It drives right, me right. nuts. Uh, we get a Wilcock drip here and he says, uh, he expounds upon what uh, Medallion Man William Henry says. He says, the Vanilla belt maybe an advanced technology that we still don't really understand a technology that is blocking not only natural particles from the sun but potentially protecting the earth from extraterrestrial weapons like particle beam technology from ever making its way here so he apparently also knows because of movies that they have particle beams uh, i'm i mean i'm assuming they probably do because we make lasers and shit but yeah. uh, you still have no frame of reference for why that is true uh, I know that there was the episode Alien Devices or whatever, which was yeah. mostly weapons and shit like that. But um, still, classic statement based in what you already think is foundational fact and now building on that. But in fact, it's just an opinion right. or just a just an actual theory, not really even a scientific theory, just yeah. a hypothesis. right? right. So um, the last segment, we go to uh, more modern evidence here. So it's kind of uh, bookmarking or horseshoeing back around, just like those little... Horseshoe windows with the adorable little Hindu gods peeking out of them on their way up to the sky. Um, They're listing off a bunch of uh, modern examples of UFOs. Oh, and this is the the best question of the episode. Yeah, Childress asks it when he chimes in. uh, And he says, you have to wonder, with all the extraterrestrials, advanced technology, how can they just crash? I mean, perhaps we have the extraterrestrials, or uh, perhaps uh, the extraterrestrials are... Battling it out over our skies. So, um, it this was an interesting point that I never remembered them making, which is like, yeah, yeah why do why do UFOs apparently crash? Not Get so here much all the way, and then and then crash afterwards, right? Yeah. So that is the literally the one good point um, as to. Why they might crash? And again, it's not so much because there actually are very few reports of crashed UFOs. Right, right, right. That's more of a movie thing that we've just conflated with the one or two or three times it's been found in reality. Apparently, so. Yeah. Um, but they're they constantly are like, oh, all these things are crashing all the yeah, time. Yeah. Uh, but they're yeah. saying that these are these are ships that are getting fucked up in the battle up there. And but also, this is what's weird too. If the battle is close enough. Unless everything in this battle is invisible and silent, if the battle is close enough that they're falling into our atmosphere at high speeds, meaning they must have been in our atmosphere or very close to start being pushed towards the atmosphere in free-floating space to then hit gravity and fall, how are we not seeing this? How are we not detecting it? We have satellites and a space station out there all the fucking time. Right. Where is this battle going on? So unless they're getting, you know, pushed out of those leather tubes from other dimensions or whatever, (laughs) I just don't understand how they could even make this hypothesis with a straight face. Right. Other than the fact, not the fact, other than it's a good question to ask of why are they crashing, right? Right, That is a smart question to ask, but having to immediately equate it to, oh, must be fodder from the fucking space war going on, you know, so... Um, but uh, we get a Wilcock drip drip out here. Uh, God damn it, I'm tired. We get a Wilcock drip here and out here on that yeah, iPad I- over there. Yeah, yes. He was doing a glass blast, but um, he says he. J- I only I only put this in not because it's any new information from the episode, but he just goes, perhaps extraterrestrials are, and he puts up quote marks, duking it out <laughs> in our skies <laughs> as we speak, and, I, and that's what I thought, no. duking it out, which means they're just. Their ammo is just primarily CDs of uh, Green Day's Dookie album.
2: Yeah. Well, and then whoever submits is the one who says what that smell is. Exactly. Because they're forced <laughs> against a limousine yes. and goes, what's that smell? <laughs>
3: Dookie. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, yeah, George Nori asked the same thing. He's like, how are these fuckers? Ugh, give me that fucking rum. God damn no. yeah. He's like, how are these fuckers? Just dropping out of the sky like flies, which I'm like, they're not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it happens once every, I don't know, 50 years. Like, I think the only crashes I remember are Roswell mm-hmm. and whatever the crash was that the Nazis apparently found out yeah. in the forest somewhere in Germany. And yeah. then maybe the in this episode they report out in Russia, like by the Tunguska region where the Tunguska event yeah. happened, but this is before that. Um, that. There's evidence of something that crashed there and burnt all – like a fireball came right, out of the sky. Right. But other than that, I don't know. I mean, again, I'm sure there's a few more, but it's not a very common thing. Right, that we're finding these crash sites. It just happens constantly in almost every alien movie. It's like right. every alien movie can't exist without that UFO crashing or one UFO yeah, crashing yeah. at least once. So right. um, it's just so much more dramatic of like, oh, it crash landed on right, Earth. now we have know. to help them. Right. Um, so then they uh, – on that Russian note um, –
0: uh, play music yeah. huh? <laughs> Russian
2: guitar ground <laughs> listen listen <laughs> slowly slowly <laughs> uh yeah he just
1: <sighs> turns around in that deep lunge but yeah riffing on Eric Just <laughs> a
2: deep pause.
1: Entire Kremlin drop to their knees in you know? a yeah. uh, beautiful wild snail music all the women lift and show titties <laughs> yes. Biel and Ted on stage <laughs> and everyone, even Stalin clap for them and everyone only clap Russia. for
2: Stalin. <laughs> clap for them. And then they get into telephone booth, which I have here. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Look at this normal telephone booth. Hmm. Only
1: from Britain. Yeah. Why is it in Russia? <laughs> so get there?
0: Super
2: uh, deep cut to the old KGB museum. Yes, listen our to our. Private Germany tour. Attempt. Yes,
1: listen to our. Beer there, drunk that uh, recent uh, Oktoberfest extravaganza. Yes. Uh, from Germany and Czechia and Austria. So, um, but, 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 yeah, we go to Russia here uh, in the kind uh, sca- of scary Siberian region. So it's 1854, and the scientific expedition on the uh, Velugli River Basin finds these large metallic metallic objects called the they, they called the cauldrons. So we've yeah. talked about this probably in season one or season two, it was like very long time ago. Revisit it very much, but these are large metal domes 20 to 30 feet in diameter. And the local Yaput people uh, say that they open up sometimes and send fireballs into the sky, so they're kind of like automated anti aircraft or anti meteor guns. Mm-hmm. But again, if that were the case, I'm I guarantee that the and, and we know that the Soviets were monitoring because one of the next points is even the Soviet general guy in like the 40s, he's he like officially said in his documentation, I believe this is a an unidentified flying object that crashed out there. So, right. um, but we never got the full story cause it was the Soviets, right? So all yeah. that shit was, was burnt or whatever, but, uh, or lost to time. But anyway, again, wouldn't we have energy? Wouldn't our like fucking satellites be able to detect like a fucking energy signature, like a there. giant weapon shooting something so up advanced. into the sky? Yeah, exactly. So, uh, but apparently they're hundreds or thousands of years old. I mean, super cool idea, that the winners of this alien war, great alien war, where they won us. Yeah. Um, they like implanted all of this stuff to keep us safe. And that's what right. Wilcock drips about here and makes the point. It's possible that the earth has been equipped with some sort of hyper-advanced technology. And whoever one of these ancient war won these ancient wars, I spelled it as O-N-E. Whoever won these ancient wars put that there to protect their offspring from the enemies of those wars many thousands of years ago so this is an episode with like really no evidence of anything it's mm-hmm. all it's kind of a classic app where it's just yeah. like here's this crazy thing and here's our opinion about it speculation on it yeah um and uh, bu- 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 oh and we're apparently at the point um of human evolution and technological evolution and societal evolution that the ancient Hindu texts predicted another great war will be happening or another age yeah. will start. And Childress chimes in to explain. He says, uh, we are basically in the last of four stages of our planet. And that stage is called Kali Yuga, uh, a time of strife and terrible activities and, and of evil. And, and it may be that the extraterrestrials are really monitoring us to see how we can handle this very stressful time. And they're showing fucking you know people beating each other and riot cops and all just all right, sorts right, of horrible right. shit going on. And then um, this is where the end of the episode is kind of a bummer. It's kind of a a, a doom and gloom cryptic one about how yep. uh, that re- really these aliens think of us as a threat and we got to be careful because Paul Hellier, the former Ministry of Defense guy from Canada, this is where he says. He is absolutely sure that we are regarded as a potential threat to them. And I'm like, again, I don't think we yeah, are. Guaranteed that, yeah. Take that little bit of leap. Again, if you understand anything about how much it takes us to potentially someday travel to a star right. with current methods, and they've already fucking evolved past, like, way yeah, past that yeah. to where it's apparently nothing for them. Uh, they got these fucking clean ships. They got these, you know, they got fucking food and medical yeah, equipment. and chip ice cream for days. Like, again, think about this. Think about it. Um, <laughs> uh, they have enough time and technology to come here from wherever they are and literally grow human life in test tubes, like hybrids. Brian. You know, it's like these long medical experiments where they're gestating things. Like, they must not be that, you know, have scarce resources. They must be able to just kind of post up here and either get it from Earth or whatever. I, I don't know. Like, it just yep, doesn't yeah. seem like, they make it seem like these aliens are on a desperate fucking search to like wipe out any enemies that might or you know see threat and I'm like right come on guys like they, they they must have known if if ancient alien theory is what it says they would have known tens of thousands of years ago how long it would have taken us to fucking evolve to how we are so again yeah. we always make the point of like that's a really long game it seems pointless. If they can travel through time, all of this goes out the window because then they can just keep skipping over and over. And maybe that's why they disappear and come back and disappear and why their technology doesn't seem to... Evolve past disc-shaped craft. Maybe that's the perfect shape for aerodynamics. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Which I guess makes sense, because three-dimensional aerodynamics, if you're moving up, down, left, right, maybe you want to be as smooth and whatever's what, possible. What is a
2: circle in three dimensions? <laughs> a dinner plate. <laughs> um, uh, Apophis says all they want for Christmas is a Danikin Grease film. Oh. Well, now, is that Danikin done. performing Grease? I don't know. Is a, or is a or is he grease he film up. like a porn?
1: Could be. Yeah, That's how I would think. Well, because, like, fucking, you know, Bubbles is like, oh, it's real greasy. Exactly. When it's like kind of shady or sexy or whatever. But, right, yeah, right. So, uh, and is it a grease film called by because
2: of the greasy load that comes Exactly. Out, or so. the grease used as lubricant when fucking.
1: Ah, that might so, be the case. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, but Clotworthy ends the episode of like, you better watch out. You better not cry. Santa Claus is coming. To impale you with a spear. <laughs> yes. Up the asshole. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's that's the alien wars. Yeah. Um, they also, again, there's like, knowing that there is a lot of, probably fake, but a lot of information from whack jobs who think that they are highly intimate with these alien races. Like Corey Good claims he has consistent, direct physical contact right. with an avian race of aliens, these bird-like aliens. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and if you look at the, the movie cover for The Cosmic Secret on Amazon or wherever, it's like a weird Star Trek, Star Wars style cover, like very well painted, but it's like yeah. all these weird animal alien yeah. things. Different
2: and- people and they all have their own color. Yes, exactly. And then it's, <laughs> yeah, like, but then these like stylized versions of yeah um will Cock and yes. then um Corey the other dickhead the, the Corey blue Good, avian yeah. one looks exactly like
1: falco from the star fox series it's like right, a blue right. jay style yeah, anthropomorphic blue jay or
2: whatever right, right the furries are all over it they're all yeah, into exactly. it um, some guy with a bow some other guy yeah. just like twirling i don't know it's very it's weird. weird doesn't make
1: sense like yeah cory good's like holding a planet that's shattering in his hands and all. i don't know fuck yeah, it maybe
2: up, that was the mars TMAT. Yes,
1: exactly. But why is he? Yeah, whatever. But, uh, but yeah, that is a. I we actually got into a lot of, like, interesting philosophical discussions on that show. Yeah. And again, we probed a little deeper uh, on Patreon Ever deeper. about the cosmic Secret, So uh, if you want to check that out, even for a month, you can. If you can go on there for a fucking just five dollars once for a month, right. check us out, you can download all the fucking content if you yeah, want. All so, the backlogs. Yes. Uh, there's twenty some episodes on there now of either Probing Deeper or Adventurous Ghosts. So, yes. Um, yeah, other than that, we'll see you normal time next week. Um, not 19. quite in the new year, but almost. The end, end of, of 2019.
0: 2019. Election year's coming up, baby. And I'm voting for Trump again. <laughs> <laughs> Crash. They're on team. Uh, but yeah, other than that, uh, follow us on social media, uh, at Probing Aliens on Twitter, at Probing Ancient Aliens on Instagram and Facebook. Listen to Beer they Drunk, that our podcast about craft beer and craft breweries on the same podcast services that Probing Ancient Aliens is available on. Again, support us on Patreon.com slash Probing Ancient Aliens and Twitch.tv probably the ancient names where if you have an Amazon Prime membership, you can go into your Amazon Prime settings, link it to a Twitch Prime uh, subscription, and every month you get one uh, free Twitch Prime subscription, and if you give it to us, we get a little bit of cash flow for that, so you can just hit the, you go to our channel, and if your uh, Twitch Prime is linked to your Amazon Prime, that little button down there that says subscribe will have like a little blue crown, like a king's crown, so hit that button and watch us explode on our vids. Oh yes. And until next time, you're there. <laughs> Bye. Bye.